0: You're listening to the Bro You Know podcast.
1: A podcast hosted by two inspired wheelchair users that chat about their passion for sport and entertainment.
0: I'm Cripple One.
1: And I'm Cripple Two. Roll it.
0: Welcome back to another episode of the Bro You Know podcast,
1: episode 11. Um, right we, we made it to the one 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 point to the one 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 sure
0: whatever you say um, yeah I mean yeah we have finally made it to episode 11 um, still the playoffs still will be for a very long time um, not much has changed uh, we still release takeaway debate uh, cripple 2 is doing 150 real next week I'm assuming
1: um yeah next week next week uh i'll be releasing uh, nfl talking Mayhem. about the star wars trailer a shazam movie review and then probably another movie review and we just talk about star wars and dc and just the future of both of these movies in general
0: um and just debate. On NFL Mayhem, I'll probably be talking about uh, the new Russell Wilson contract, um, the new schedule that's been uh, arranged, and also the London games.
1: Right. What? Even though I don't follow the NFL, the video of Russell Wilson announcing the new contract with his wife in bed and and said we i've got the contract i've got the contract i've got the contract and then his and then his wife getting on top of him and saying now we can have the real fun and him saying gang gang like literally that's the best boss move that i've ever seen pretty sure it's uh one of the
0: biggest contracts i can't exactly remember but we will get into that uh later on I, i don't
1: even follow the nfl but but i've got to respect russell wilson for like, gang is for like being so chill about it, and just being so chill with his own chain, and just and just look, looking his girl, and then his girl, his girl saying it's time, just literally gets on top of him, and and then he doesn't even switch it off, and then she's, and then we just hear make making her the slightest noise, and then I just laugh, it it's funny. He's a boss. I don't know if he's good or
0: not, but he's. Very good. Um, anyway, let's get into the NBA scores. Quid music ad here. Um, this game was, uh, first game on Tuesday, you had Raptors versus Magic. Um, Orlando Magic, uh, got f- destroyed by Toronto, pretty obvious. I told
1: you, this series in six. Nah, it's going to it's gonna
0: be in five. No, That's for death know,
1: what, what am I even talking about? I, I, I meant five. Um... What I will say is that um, the the Magic were lucky if DJ Augustine hadn't hit that shot. And also, DJ Augustine is not their their true point guard. The guy is 5'11", and you expect him to be your starting point guard. Should have learned like Isaiah Thomas. They're now just waiting for Markel Foltz, who apparently is making good progress and can now shoot. From what his trainer, from what his new trainer says, and his new trainer put out on video that was released last night. Um, you had so, your your starting lineup of Orlando all
0: had a um, plus-minus rating of minus 20 or above, so that pretty much tells you a lot. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's it. yeah, yeah, definitely. Aaron Gordon with 20 points. Uh, The failed
1: superstar.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, your failed superstar. Yeah, but the thing is, like, I was recently watching his high school highlights, and I just can't believe
1: how he was such a monster then. And but the thing is, he's had he's had injury after injury, and and the thing the thing is, when he was drafted in the league, everyone thought that he was gonna be the next Blake Griffin. He plays so so much like Blake Griffin, and that as a power forward. That he could be the face of the Orlando franchise, and he, basically, about two years ago, is where he really showed a promise, and where I, I personally think that two years ago, Aaron Gordon was an all-star, and when he, he got, nearly won the dunk contest as well. Yeah, that that was what. No, that was three years ago, the year after, which I believed he was an all-star in that year. Um. And then ever since then he's been, he's been all he's he's been average. For example, he's been averaging 16 points. But if you really want to be the the star the star man of a team, you, um especially in your fifth season, you need to be averaging something like 20, 20 to 25 points or even more, uh, to prove that you're the face of the franchise. How old is he now?
0: He's 26. Aaron Gordon's 26. 25?
1: Yeah, I think so. Twenty-three. <laughs> what? He looks twenty-six. He is twenty-three, apparently. Doesn't look it.
0: So I mean, he did join in high school, um, so that could yeah he, you, you you might think definitely from that. But anyway, um, you didn't have much from
1: that uh, Orlando squad apart from uh, Aaron I Gordon. I w- can't wait till the day that the cringy Orlando Magic get into their new arena.
0: Who in, isn't, I just realised now that the Warriors have got a, a new arena as well. Did you know? Coming that? Up, yeah, coming up.
1: In, isn't it an extension of the Oracle? Is it, no, oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're moving to uh, across to San, pra- to San Francisco. Yes, yeah, it's a brand new arena, but that's until 2023.
0: No, they mo- no, because they were saying goodbye to it uh, before. I mean, like their last game. They're, regular they're season not in game.
1: the arena now.
0: Yeah not in the new arena now no they're not in the re- arena now but next season they will be i think
1: no the season after because, well, no, because they because...
0: were saying they were all saying their goodbyes to uh, the oracle this season so i'm pretty sure that they are moving to that new arena
1: i will check that but the but the thing is in 2022 the orlando magic will move into their new arena disney <laughs> in their disneyland so they can get all the kiddies they're tired from the they to pack into an arena and see the magic get beat. It's—I mean, of all teams, why would you put Orlando and,
0: in Disneyland?
1: And, and that, because you know Disney was the main sponsor. Yeah, no, I know,
0: I know. But it's just but, worst, but now one of but the now worst Disney teams.
1: Now looking to buy the team.
0: I mean, it, they are one of the worst teams. In—I mean, they. I don't know how they even got into the playoffs this season. To be fair.
1: The, because because Miami um, because everyone Miami was, and Charlotte is why. Yeah, because the thing is, I personally used to think Charlotte's the better team, but they just dropped. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, but honestly, uh, what I will say is that Vucevic has been severely underrated, and technically, I don't believe he's going to stay on that Orlando Magic team, and I do believe that he is probably the best center in in the upcoming free agency. He's definitely better than DeMarcus Cousins, or the way that DeMarcus Cousins has been playing for this year. Which, for the whole year, in the last 10 games he's been important. But for the whole year, considering his PR, his efficiency, DeMarcus Cousins, and you can credit that to the injury, but DeMarcus Cousins has been shit for the whole year. For the last 10 games, you can make the argument I mean, that he's been decent. He has, I mean,
0: 16 la- points averaging la- is not... That he, bad.
1: For um, someone but, who's who yeah, came but, in
0: halfway through the season.
1: Yeah, but the, yeah, but the the efficiency he's doing, it, like the shooting efficiency he's doing it on, and the and the P and the terrible PR that I mean, he's doing it on his twenty-one he, PR he, terrible. Yeah, but the thing the thing is, every time he is in the game, the plus-minus, which is the effectiveness of the whole team on the floor, when he's in the game, is a minus. Is minus five I'll I'll give you that I'll give you that Uh, and even though people are saying it's a death lineup it's not their best lineup their best lineup is with Jordan is with Jordan Bell or now and now Bogut center that's their best lineup and that's a lineup they will win the championship with I personally think for the rest of the playoffs be morning. Speaking
0: to of off. who is going to win the championship, I was listening to the Bill Simmons podcast whilst I was driving, and you, well, you weren't driving. Okay, yourself. no, I wasn't driving,
1: but uh, whilst I
0: was, going, I, I,
1: I'd be worried for a teenager like you to be driving already. Yeah. yeah,
0: and listening to a podcast at the same time. Anyway, um, and it was, I, it was the Bill Simmons podcast, I think, and most people like the Bill Simmons and. Um, I can't remember Kevin O'Connor. I think it was with him. They. I both... love Kevin O'Connor. Uh, I love Kevin O'Connor.
1: He looks like such a weeb. He, he's. In, he sounds. Re- he's, he sounds really good though. Anyway. Um, and 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 that and that's being a dweeb in in the most politest kindest way ever. And the, what they
0: were saying is that they were predicting um, as a, a finals, um, Milwaukee versus Rockets, which. Um, the, no, I, the thing I, is, I need to see the Clippers game. Um, I think that's today. And if from then on, if 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 the Warriors lose, then I can agree with that. If they win and by a rather big margin, then then I then that prediction is
1: pathetic. The, because I, I'm officially going to change my prediction for that Clippers theory: is the two Warriors and six. Because I, because I still think with the, with the momentum the Clippers have and especially them being at home for the next two games, I definitely see the Clippers winning one of those two games. So, I'm going to say Clippers and 6. I don't want to I don't want oh god. I don't want to make a prediction yet,
0: but I I need um, to see this game tonight. I need to see this game tonight. Uh
1: for any of you guys wondering about the football quickly because um this has just popped up on my phone. Um, Alexander Lacazette score a
0: massive, uh, a huge free kick. Yeah, we know. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, but... Slavia Prague is four. Uh, it's four two to Chelsea at the moment, and Slavia Prague still have a chance. No, they don't. <laughs> they do. I mean, it's right now in aggregate.
1: Um... More, more on, uh, more on this in the football section. Let's move on. All right. And and so anyway, as as we were saying, I. I'm definitely I am saying with the momentum the, the clippers are on I'm gonna say Clippers and six me
0: at the moment I'm not making a prediction until I see that game that that's my final on that and
1: yeah but I, I, I was on an NBA chat forum on um, on, on um, the the discuss, the discuss, you know discuss that the game, yeah yeah discuss the game up and basically a guy commented the the funniest thing. And and the guy said hopefully Drake wears a curry jersey. Oh a-
0: anything but that. Anything but that.
1: Curry does a step back, breaks his leg. You've already got a picture and basically of basically Houston. You've already
0: got a picture of him taking a selfie uh with him and a blazer uh, Damian Lillard jersey, so that's already bad well, news for um the Blazers.
1: I I I just wanna see See, um the only way that that happens is that Aisha Curry puts too, puts too much spices in in um in um her food Basi- basically making um curry drink a bit of alcohol to um to gu- to guzzle it down and then basically he cu- he calls up drake facetimes him drake s- screenshots um the face time And uploads it to his story, and then here, here we are. Or just even turns up to the game. If he turns up to the game, then we're screwed. Yeah, but the way that this guy predicted it so precisely about how I, if I find you, if I screenshot it for you, you're gonna put it in the video because it's so funny. He predicts the exact quarter and the exact time. Curry would dribble the ball in the, in the, in the Houston series. Um, he said it was, it was,
0: oh my God, all right, hang on, before you say anything, Slavia Prague just made it 4-3. So, oh, Slavia oh Prague God. is making that comeback.
1: Yeah, but yeah, but the, th- the, th- the thing is, sorry, it's sacked tomorrow if Prague is,
0: I mean, because right it. now it's 5-3, and they're, uh, They've got more away goals right now, Slavia Prague. Yeah, but yeah, but the thing is, Zara's gonna go park the bus. Nah, he, he d- Well, clearly it's not working if he is parking the bus. But um, anyway, you were saying about the scre- um, dribble
1: move. Yeah, yeah, but the the, the guy pr- pr- predicted Steph Curry does a step back. Um, that then basically Zaza Petrulia come comes in the game um stamp basically no, basically he said that he, um that w- w- what would happen is that um steph curry would do a step back lands awkwardly on his um on his um palm of, of his foot breaks his foot and and then basically he said in my dream and and then he predicted it at the, the exact time and stuff but then in a follow-up um sc- um comment he said that in my dreams Zaza Pachulia would then come out of the audience and then stamp on Curry's foot. <laughs> is he actually playing any games with Detroit right now? Um, No, he's been sent to their G League. Oh, damn. His kid's getting bullied. His kid is getting bullied? At, at his Detroit high school. And, and their family wants to move back to somewhere. I mean... So basically, he's going to try... He's gonna try, try and get out of his NBA contract so he can go back to Europe. From what I have heard, he—I mean, Detroit is in a really
0: nice place. I mean, yeah, it isn't a nice place, but I won't comment on that. Um, the Toronto box score, uh, Kyle uh,
1: Anyway, what we what we know about what we know about Detroit is that it's it's a great city for atmosphere. It's a really bad city. And it's a very, very good city for prostitutes who want to to get together with Pistons players. That is very true, actually. Stanley Johnson, Andre Drummond... I Reggie can't remember bullet.
0: one episode where you don't mention that uh, Detroit players just make
1: out with um, pr- prostitutes. No, 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 basically, I'll explain the story quickly. Uh, basically, Andre Drummond... First of all, it is with, with his longtime girlfriend of four years ever since he's been with college basically she accuses him on Instagram of imp- and then suddenly he's already got a kid with, with, this, with his high school sweetheart and then ba- and then basically what happens is, is, is that randomly this pro this prostitute slash strepper just um, set and slash instagram model comes online and said, oh, "Oh, um, Andre Drummond F me in the club, and this is his kid. And then Andre Drummond had to pay child benefit. And then basically two weeks later, um, the same another kid shows up, and it's his two kids, so he impregnated two strippers at the same time. And then basically his long-time girlfriend said that um, just put 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 a condom emoji." on her IG story, and it was the the most hilarious thing ever. So Uh, so basically, Andre Drummond is worse than Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson has three kids from three different mothers. Andre Drummond has five different kids, two from one mother, and then two from different mothers. He has five kids. Anyway, uh, enough talk about prostitutes and just players
0: being twats. We'll, uh, we will get demonetized. Kyle Lowry actually had a decent playoff game, 22 points, with a plus rate. Have plus... you seen
1: the meme where it's Carlos free throw and then they all throw? I know, I know, it's from a meme of 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 Conor McGregor of Conor McGregor's knockout on Jose Aldo in an Irish bar. But every time there's a big sports occasion that gets edited for for whatever event, and then basically. It w- there was base. It was basically Carl Lowry making a free throw, and then everyone does jumps up in awe. Everyone throws their beers in the air. It's funny, but the but that video is originally from Conor McGregor knocking out Jose Aldo. But um,
0: Kyle Lowry yeah, he had a decent game playoff game. Pascal Siakam with nineteen points, ten rebounds. Um, Kyle and. Kawhi Leonard with a monster performance, thirty-seven he points. He is
1: gone, though. I, and as I said in the, in the last episode, I think that if Kawhi Leonard had played more games, Kawhi Leonard yeah. would have been in my top three for MVP. Can I just ask? Is because
0: I'm looking at the starting lineup, and Serge Ibaka is not in it.
1: I thought I think he's just been rested.
0: Mm. No I mean he 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 played a bit but he's not in the starting lineup. Which so I think they're
1: playing Marcus Hall over him now.
0: Well the their fact, starting lineup the right now is Marcus Sol in center, Pascal Siakam power forward. Yeah, but,
1: yeah, but the, the, the thing is they basically with the Marcus trade situation, you all, you were always going to have to adjust to the idea that Sergio Barker or Mug, so we'll, we're going to have to come off the bench because you've got such a great thing in Pascal Siakam. Probably next year, probably next year, Pascal Siakam's an all-star. Probably Pascal Siakam is your next versatile all-star slash all NBA player. But what you've got to say for that is you don't want you don't want to stop his development by. Putting the more experienced lineup, it put Ibaka and Marcus Aldridge. So one of them had to um, lose out, and uh, it was Ibaka. So uh, it's one-one in Toronto, Orlando. Moving on to our next game, which Nuggets Spurs. Uh, I mean, sure.
0: Um, Spurs, you had Marcus Aldridge with 24 points. Uh, ooh, although his plus-minus rating was minus 12, which just surprised me. Um, Demar Rosen with 31 points,
1: and um, I honestly, th- I honestly think this is like the Toronto situation. and I never th- got Nuggets in five now. Nuggets, what, what did you have it before? I, I had um, no, I had it in five. So I, I had San Antonio taking one at their home, although they didn't. They took uh, it at. No, no, no. I had San Antonio in six. Oh, okay. So, so I will still have San Antonio in six, because I still believe they'll win one at home. But I did not expect um them to lose at home, especially with the first game of the series. And finally, Derek White for them had 17 points. You need to go see this documentary about the relationship between Derek White and Dre- Greg Popovich. It's really funny. It's funny. funny. I, think it, I think it's on... Vice Sports. Um, well, is that
0: f- you? Is it on the YouTube of Vice Sports? Yeah, it's on, it's on. I think it's on the YouTube. Oh, okay, go, uh, check, go check it afterwards. Nikola Jokic with his second playoff game, uh, near triple double: twenty-one points, thirteen rebounds, eight assists.
1: I don't understand why you don't why you don't see this guy as an MVP candidate. He's been he's been. I've I've grown to sort, sort of think that. He's he's definitely
0: a top five, that's for sure. But yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, he's top five. definitely. I still don't know who I'd put in top th- in third. Right, 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 right now my top three, and I th- and I think it's been revealed that this is the top three um that are that are going to, going to go into the NBA award because in next week they announced the calf ever. They announced the top three for every award and there's been a report leaking that the top three for this year uh, by media votes no, by the NBA because the NBA just cut out into a top three and then everyone can vote on the top three. So I think what the NBA have done or what's been leaked is that the top three that the NBA have chosen are for, for MVP It's Giannis, James Harden and Jokic which I, I believe, with Embiid oh. being so inconsistent with his injuries, and Paul George falling off, and although Carl anthony Towns has had probably the best second half out of the top five, um, because the thing is, Carl anthony Towns has had a better second half than James Harden. He's had a better second half than... Um, and I just think that if he'd started his run earlier... Or before the Jimmy Butler trade, I would definitely think that he would be in my top three. But I think I think that's the right top three. I think the right top three is Giannis, Harden, and Jokic. Well, like as I'm as I'm looking through the
0: NBA.com, dot uh, com on the M- they haven't
1: the- they haven't announced it. It's just been leaked. No, I know, but
0: like on the MV- NBA.com dot com MVP ladder that they do by Saku Smith. Um, they put this he put Giannis first, James Harden second, and then this will come as a shock: Paul George third. Yeah, but he's yeah. had a terrible second half. Yeah, and I, I, I honestly I don't agree with that whatsoever. I I, I, I and like, then you'll be very annoyed at this: that Curry's in fourth,
1: in front of Jokic. I what I will say is that Curry has had a good last fifteen games. And no, he's been the I'd- beginning of the season, and like now, he's been... He's, been, he's been... But the middle of the season for Curry was just average. Yeah. Which, which is why I don't even consider him top five. Because if he'd been like this for um, the whole season, he would easily be top three. Yeah, he would easily be top three for me, but my, to- my top three right now is... Yeah, you said uh, Giannis... It's- Harden Jokic. Jokic. What was your top three before they announced the final top three?
0: I mean, obviously, Yannis Harden and, and then that number three...
1: <laughs> there's only two... There's only three people that could be and that's either Embiid, Jokic or... Um, Embiid, Jokic or Paul George. But... I me and you are both definitely in the camp that um, Paul George has had a terrible second yeah,
0: half. Paul George, def- he's top ten, but definitely not. Um, no, Paul George is top five. And what, no, what really annoys me with this one is the fact that, um, yeah, but anyway, Saku Rus- Smith is, pay-
1: is paid by the NBA, and,
0: I know, but the, like, the Zachary weirdest Smith thing is five. is the fact that he put Russell Westbrook in the top ten. Like,
1: no, I, I I'd agree with that. Ru- how, Rus- what? Uh, Russell Westbrook is in my 8th position for MVP. No way. Yes. Damien
0: Lillard has had a much better season than him. And but, the fact is, Russell Westbrook has been absolutely... Yeah, yeah, he yeah, he's had his triple-double yeah, uh, so record and stuff.
1: The fact is, he's had more of an impact on... the fa- He's had more of an impact on... on um. On uh, what you mean, we call it, um, the thunder, one, especially one, in the second half.
0: And well, no, because char- it's the second. Kind
1: of... hu- what?
0: It's the second half which they dropped to um, sixth position in.
1: So surely. He... Yeah, but the yeah, but the fact is, he he showed that he was more of a leader. He his defensive rating for the whole year have improved. He's been that. His I shooting's would... been so trash though. For, for, for me my for me he's he's barely in my top 10 but he's in my top 10. All right anyway we got um
0: we got to move on with the box Anyway, score. who's your
1: third quickly say. It? Oh
0: fine I'll just say Jokic. Nice. Um Jamal Murray with 24 points which I'm Un- under the top of my mind. I think he had uh a, I can't remember how much in the um fourth quarter. I think it was like 20 points in the fourth quarter or something like that. Um, You had Gary Harris with 23 points and Paul Millsap with 20. Uh, Final game for that day, you had uh, Portland winning against Thunder uh, 114-94. Yeah, definitely dominant. Paul George, uh, 27 points. Uh, Russell Westbrook with a near triple-double 14 points, 9 rebounds, 11 assists and as usual and just like I mentioned trash shooting with 25% and a plus-minus rating of minus 27 just therefore goes to show you how his season's been
1: yeah but, yeah, but I will that's th- been I his will season throughout argue, the whole um, yeah but I will still argue that Russell Westbrook has had a better mental impact on the OKC, then because the thing is, I if Westbrook broke towards the last end of the season, hadn't improved on defense, and wasn't playing with that much tenacity, I wouldn't even think that OKC would be in the playoffs. I think it's Paul George
0: that mostly carried them to that playoff spot. Yeah, but Cause without yeah, but Paul the, George, they would definitely not have been in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, but the f- the fact is, Paul George. Has had one of the worst
0: second halves. Yeah, but the fact... The, because of his uh, beginning... Uh, the, the first half. And a bit of the end of the season. Because of that... He's, yeah, but the
1: fact is... Most of the second half he was playing with a, a torn shoulder. And still
0: managed to... shoot, uh, Score a game winner against the Rockets. Put up a few 30 point games. So it, it just goes to show you... He's... The... He's definitely not top three MVP, but also he the fact that top he's five. he's the one that uh, he has yeah he's the one that's carried the uh, OKC,
1: but but Russell Westbrook is still the
0: leader of no, that no, team. No, no, OKC. Uh, uh, Russell Westbrook obviously is still the leader, and he has put in some sort of um, some sort of help. I'll say. Uh, say it, migrant. Say it. I'll say help because I can't find the right word, but. He's. It's still been more Paul
1: George than actually Russell Westbrook. And I will agree with you. But the thing is, if especially in the last fifteen games, Russell Westbrook hadn't brought that intensity, I don't think they would be in the playoffs. And that's my opinion. You can't take that away from me. Oh. But I do believe that Paul George, of course, of course, Paul George has had. The much bigger impact and is the reason why they are in the playoffs but for the last 15 games his mentality and leadership but that's all because of these last few games
0: all the only reason why he's been poor is because of his torn shoulder like you had the get, you had i think it was this game actually when he was scoring an and one or a dunk or i can't remember exactly what when in fact, every after each play, he'd ha- he'd have to uh, keep stretching out that shoulder because there's because there is something wrong with that shoulder. It's torn, but but now the cartilage is fine. And you but... can't deny the fact that that's the reason why he's been poor of this uh, like of this late late season. Anyway, uh, Damian Lillard uh, had twenty nine points. C J. McCullum put on. Put in a monster performance: thirty-three points, eight rebounds, five assists. And for that game, it is there's nothing more. Um, Celtics. Although you you still think they won't go through um,
1: one against Um, the Pacers. Although you can argue, I said they I said they they will go through in seven. I I I now I'm going to change that to um, Celtics in six. Although you can argue that. if you are a really huge uh,
0: Celtic cater that... I'm um, not a th- Celtic cater. No, I'm not saying that you're necessarily, but like, if you are anyone that is a Celtic cater, they did win only because of Wesley Matthews' uh, dreadful pass, which I don't even know who he was... I mean, he was aiming at Bo- uh, Bojan Bogdanovic, but it was a terrible pass, that's for sure. Um, speaking of Bogdanovic, he uh, Bogdanovic, 23 points, 8 rebounds, um, uh, Thaddeus Young with 15 points and that's been pretty much it for Indiana. And the fact is, with these games, they've been extremely low-scoring games and both games haven't actually... No one's got to 100 points yet. Yeah,
1: but... And and the defence that Indiana have shown has been immense, especially in the first and second quarters of both games. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, throughout most throughout most of the game, they...
0: Like, in the first quarter, they were it was 33-29 to Indiana. But then... Excuse me. Then you had um, Boston upping it up to take the lead. Indiana then go again on a run. And then the fourth quarter, they just absolutely flunked it with Boston scoring 31 and uh, them only scoring 12. Which sort of just goes to show that it was either because they got gassed out or... I don't really know, to be honest. Um... For the Celtics, Kyrie uh, also played amazingly, 37 points. Uh, Jason Tatum with 26, which they combined to have 63 points. Quick maths. Um, right, you do quick maths, I don't believe it. <laughs> top set in maths, hey, I ain't no set eight. Yeah. I ain't no seven. set eight memes. I ain't no set eight memes. Oh my god. Uh, and that's it for the Pacers-Celtics game. Um, Next up, which is obviously going to be a sweep at this rate, uh, Milwaukee versus Detroit. Detroit, uh, you had Andre Drummond with 18 points and 16 rebounds. Uh, Luke Kennard with 19 points. And Reggie Jackson with 18. For Milwaukee, you had Chris Middleton with 24 points. Giannis with 26 points, 12 rebounds pretty much I think he's MVP and most people Ooh. do Who, which now I th- seem to think that well the, hold up I didn't even hear you that Giannis is pretty much MVP now but what I've also noticed is that of, I,
1: of recently, I still think that, the, the, that Giannis is more deserving but the award will go to James Harden because of the storyline and because of how he'll be the second ever to, to be back to back MVPs and then they can play the storyline. Well, that's not true, because. Oh, second. The, the, yeah, second. The, I'm, I'm in the, uh, I said the second. Yeah, yeah, no, sorry, I got that wrong. But, um, no, the thing It'll is, because. we second Then they'll compare him to Curry, uh-huh. and, and, then bas- and then basically they'll make a storyline out of it. We kept, um, saying in one of the episodes that it's probably, like, the
0: media, because they have, like, 20- 50% or 25% of the vote. Yeah, they, have, they have 50%. No, they used to have fifty percent. I think it's been reduced twenty five percent. Anyway, um, it's a bit like what I've seen recently is that the media have been more backing up Giannis for MVP. So I'm just thinking whether they might actually just it might actually go to Giannis. But we we can't decide. I mean, we can't uh, make predictions I mean, we can make predictions, but uh, we we can't say officially until the NBA MBA awards Eric Bledsoe with 27 points and Pat Connaughton with 18. The final game um Jazz Utah Jazz losing again to the Rockets 118 to 98. Um I didn't see Ricky Rubio defending Harden weirdly this time or unless I uh, didn't see the highlights properly but speaking of Harden he had a triple double 32 Um, points. Did Ricky Rubio defend on the right side? Yeah, no, that's why I was was saying that uh, I don't know whether he did, but PJ Tucker was 16, uh, Eric Gordon was 16, and Chris Paul with 17. For Utah, you had Royce O'Neal, who had 17 points, Ricky Rubio was 17, and Donovan Mitchell, who's had a poor second season, uh, which is unfortunate, but hey ho uh with 11 points um i'll quickly mention your schedule for the uh for today which when this is uploaded the games should be uh, already finished and we'll also see whether preview them yeah I know what i'm going to say it, but them, but predict them the the game that also will um contradict my opinion on whether how much uh the warriors are going to win or lose um so you've got 76ers versus the nets you got warriors versus the Crippers, nuggets versus spurs and that is it for that for that day and that is all for the scores you got anything uh, final
1: conclusion to say um i will say that um i honestly think that um, apart from the bucks uh, the Bucks thingy series, we will get no sweeps. It's now impossible for a because I think every series apart from because I, I honestly think Portland will lose one game to what even call it. At this rate, I think that Portland's going to lose the whole series because of Drake. No, i I honestly think I honestly think Portland will still win the series, but they will win it in six. Um, like I originally predicted, well, I, I think it's gonna be five. I think I,
0: didn't you say five at some point? Pretty sure you said five last episode. Uh, I well, well, the thing is, I uh, and I wouldn't be surprised to be fair, because have you I, seen Rock, the OKC's performance?
1: I, well. well. And how Russell well, Westbrook's well, well, getting annoyed well, well, at Dame? All, all I was trying to say is that, um, All I'm trying to say rather is that is that the only sweep that could potentially happen is uh, Bucks versus Pistons. There's not much to talk about
0: um, NBA news-wise, but my um, boy
1: David Griffin gonna save the New Orleans Pelicans. My New Orleans Pelicans. do 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 do. No. <laughs> Although, no, but, um, that was my jingle. jingle there was a r-
0: recent article saying that he hopes Davis w- will w- want to stay in uh, 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 in New yeah, Orleans, but, but that is highly unlikely.
1: Yeah, but yeah, but from what I was told and my kind of source that I DM about Pelicans news, it's not an insider to, to the organization, but uh, but he's he's a super fan with connections to an inside source and this guy was was saying because i follow him on my personal instagram that and uh, i saw this in a mark stein new york times report is that in the meeting um new orleans management whatever her name is the old grandma that runs our team um she, whilst you keep talking i'll
0: check that for you
1: i i can't remember her name Give me her name. Old grandma that runs New Orleans. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because she also owns the New Orleans... um, The NFL team. Like, which... What owner does... That owns... um,
0: Owns an NBA team... Doesn't own a... a NFL team as well. At this rate. Cronké owns... um, yeah, Cronke we know about Cron- Cronk because I keep talking about him and you also keep talking about
1: him. Yeah, but he, the thing is, Cronkay is doing an amazing job with Denver, but he's doing an absolute shit. Job I don't give a
0: shit us. if he get, does a good job with Denver. My team Arsenal were doing well; they're doing not too bad in the Europa League. But we have no money <laughs> whatsoever. And your your old grandma, by the way, is uh, her name's Gail Benson.
1: And yeah, and it, so from what I was told is Gail Benson in a meeting was um, told David Griffin that the two aims for the franchise was to rebuild and be in the playoffs within the next three to to five years and to rebuild without Anthony Davis. However, because of, and this was the variable that she did give David Griffin, that if you can convince him to stay, you need to build a contender around him because what I think happened and New Orleans is that I think Del Demps, our previous GM, although I love the guy, he's super nice, super funny. Um, As a GM, I don't think his relation with Anthony Davis, I think Anthony Davis wanted a specific team around him and Del Demps didn't give him that team around him and therefore they had a conflict. Now, David Griffin knows how to build a championship team around the likes of LeBron. So if he does convince um, Anthony Davis to sign the biggest contract in NBA history, people keep forgetting that the New Orleans Pelicans can offer Anthony Davis the biggest NBA contract in history to date. The only team that can offer a bigger contract to a player is um, Atlanta or um, Dallas, to when Trey Young or Luka Doncic or Sacramento with Marvin Bagley when they become free agents because then the cap ra- then the cap rise will rise for Nick for, or, Jar- or Jaren Jackson Jr with Memphis because of, of how the cap will rise um by the time that they're free agents but Anthony Davis will be able to sign the biggest contract in NBA history which is 305 million dollars per for six years. Anthony Davis. Yeah we, we mentioned that. A while ago as well. And. And. If. If. Truly his problems. That led him to. To. To, to have. To have. His whole. Oh well, I don't. I don't want to be in New Orleans. Because they can't build a. Because his original reasoning. Is that they can't build a team around me. The worst. But, the worst. The, the because, thing that I hated look, most. I just finish my point. Sorry yeah. Um. The fact is that. If the only reason why why New Orleans didn't build a team around him is because Dale Dempsey didn't want to go in the direction that Anthony Davis wanted to go, then I do believe David Griffin has a chance to convince... Um, to convince Anthony Davis to stay. However, I think Rich Paul and Anthony Davis know now that... now more than ever the narrative to go and play for a Brooklyn for... because... Apparently his top three destinations are the Clippers, um the Lakers, Boston, and the Nets. Those are his top four teams. So two from the East, two from from the West. The thing I hated most about the
0: Anthony Davis situation is Rich Paul. Yeah, it's him just always. Sh- if he's either stropping off from a game with Rich Paul or watching another game with Rich Paul, or ju- it's just him and the media yeah, but, with Rich yeah, Paul. But the thing
1: is. Because well, when we get famous, well, um, our first merch will um, be "We I, Hate Rich Paul" bro, this t-shirt. It. Yeah, we hate we hate Rich Paul. That will be the first merch for Bro. You know, I will confirm that hundred percent. That will be the first merch. And, and if anyone wants to complain, go ahead. And 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 anyway, um, what. What I do believe is that Rich, Paul, and Anthony Davis are too far in the narrative. Then, the now Anthony Davis has got the four teams he wants to be traded traded to. He he uh, he wants to be traded to Brooklyn. No five teams he wants to be traded to. He either wants to be traded to Knicks, the Nets, LA. He either wants to be in LA or New York. Let let's leave it at that he wants to either be in the two New York teams, the two the two LA teams, or he wants to be in Boston. Uh, and now I think the t- the narrative of him leaving the New Orleans Pelicans is too big for for David Griffin to be able to calm him down. Although I would love to see any man in the world uh, decline a three hundred five million dollar contract over six years. If no, but the thing, the thing is, if you look, if you weren't happy in the situation in New Orleans, and I offered you a three hundred and five million dollar contract for the next six years, would you take it? Of course, I'd take it. I mean, yeah. the
0: thing is, obviously, how I love basketball, and in in if I was to be Anthony Davis, obviously he loves basketball as well. But it it's three hundred million or something around that over six ye- years.
1: How, um, when would you not take that i'm i'm going to i'm going div- to can you do that on your calculator and divide it and find out how how many millions he's making over 6 years per year so 300 wait is it
0: 306 million
1: 105
0: Hang do say that again 305 million over 6 years 305 million divided by 6 50 million a year that
1: is the biggest contract in NBA history. Like, I would love to see anyone turn that down. You'd love to because no one's ever going to turn that down. But now,
0: like, I just but saw something.
1: I honestly think Anthony Davis will reject it because the thing is the maximum. The thing is, what will happen is that the the is that if the Nets, what the thing the thing is for him to go to New York. New York have to get the first round pick and have to get the number one the number one draft pick. And then they will trade the number one draft pick for Anthony, for Anthony Davis, which is basically a Zion Williamson trade for Anthony Davis trade, which, considering the upside of Zion Williamson, I would consider that a good trade. Uh,
0: speaking of Zion, we need to do um, a top 10 or top 30 mock draft soon.
1: Yeah, we, we will do that soon when it gets further to, to the time. Um, the only way he lands on the nets is that um, is that he rejects the extension, and then basically he get, then from 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 rejecting the only way he can land on the nets um, is by rejecting the contract offer this year and running out his contract next year. And because the thing is, Anthony Davis isn't a free agent till next summer, not this summer, next summer. But basically he can be offered the three hundred and five million this summer, so which is but, but and he can still accept it next year, but then that'll be three hundred and five over five year. that'll be two hundred and ninety five over five over five years. so it's an extra ten million for him for him if he signs this year. so I don't really know, and even then if if he doesn't sign this year. He will still sign the largest NBA contract in history. But I don't think he signs any contract. I think he rejects it. I think he for a trade. They will either, Because the places where he can directly be traded to is, is New York, Boston, or the Lakers. The places that he can wait out, like actually physically wait a whole year, not play the whole of next year, and be in... Would be Brooklyn, and then he can wait till next year to play in Brooklyn or the Clippers. So the Anthony Davis situation is fun, but I don't, I don't think that David, Grif- the David Griffin, even though he is a masterful team builder, I definitely think he has a very small chance of keeping, keep, keeping him there, and he has the 305 million he can offer Anthony Davis in the summer. Two things I want to say. One.
0: Can we just like appreciate how much of a difference NFL con like the highest paid NFL contract is a hundred forty million for for four years, and you compared to NBA contracts where you where you've got the highest paid uh, player right now two hundred six million. Seen, have you seen baseball contracts? Yeah, now baseball contracts are four hundred ninety four million over. Uh, like five years or uh, four years?
1: Over eight eight years. Okay. No, yeah, no, because the biggest contract signed was only two weeks ago. Yeah, I can't remember. Basically, the biggest contract was signed, and then the next week after that, uh, a contract bigger than that. Because yeah, it was was like with the Steph Curry, Russell Westbrook thing. Million was like a guy signed for four hundred ninety-five million over five years, and then another guy signed for six hundred and twenty million. Over eight years. It's... What, it, what? But the thing is, I respect the the NFL because because out of all three major American sports, they've got the cheapest contracts. Depends if you sort of think NHL is a uh, major no, sport, it, but... It's a major sport within America, but when the world thinks of major American sports, they only think of baseball, Um.
0: Well, NFL,
1: on. they don't. Baseball don't have the
0: highest paid, because the highest paid player right now is two hundred fifty million. Um, what do you mean? In baseball, yeah, it's the highest paid um contract two hundred
1: fifty million over seven years. Yeah, but the, yeah, but the, yeah, but it was like these two guys were were offered. <laughs> in principles, which means they don't go through until their original contracts are up. Right. Baseball's confusing. Yeah, anyway, that's why I don't I know, follow it, because it's just... All, all I know is thats is that two guys signed... One, one guy signed a 400... Because it was on ESPN, and I had the screenshot of it on ESPN. A guy signed for 400 and something million for 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 a San Francisco uh baseball team and then the next week later another guy signed a Russian guy signs a contract in principle. Like no other sports has contract in principles. Like a contract in principle is so stupid because a contract in principle is realistic. But basically a player that is only two years into his five year contract can sign another contract in principle which just means at the end of your contract that contract gets added onto your current contract which makes your contract like something like a nine year contract it's confusing why have contracts in principle I don't understand but um I was going to say something
0: oh yeah I just I just, I just want to um, big up right now and shout out to Trevor Noah Like, the past two days, I've heard of him through Ellen, through the the Ellen DeGeneres show, and now I was listening to the Bill Simmons podcast, and I just want to appreciate how... Because he's apparently a a South African comedian from London, or somewhere near London, and the, the things he says, like, the things about sport he says, he's like, how... We keep complaining that... The fans keep complaining that, oh, this guy didn't make a pass properly, or this guy didn't catch the ball properly. But then he, he mentioned that, like, oh, how about you put yourself in a position like that and try and catch that yeah, ball or something he, like that. Yeah,
1: but the thing is, people need to think like that. Because people often make the trip. Oh, 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 I can do better than that. Oh, my nan can do better than that. But And, he, and he gave an
0: example as well that... Um, the a ball, a football, was coming yeah, over to them. Cri-
1: Crip, one, we do need to move on. So I know you're, you've got Trevor Noah fantasies, like you do you have your Stephen Curry fantasies. Yeah, no, I just
0: like recently you was listening so. to him, and it was just really
1: interesting. Um, no, right. I, I actually will send you this Trevor Noah video because I, I've, I've had this Trevor Noah video for years. Anyway, um, can you do your football first, and then I'll do my UFC last. Right, something you will be
0: actually happy about with the football. Um, well, I think, in fact, in fact, I'll start with the Europa League first. Um, Chelsea 1-4-3 against Slavia Prague. Uh, in aggregate, 5-3, so Chelsea go through. Um, yeah, I've sent, I've, sent, I've sent you it. Um, Frankfurt, you'll be very happy to know, are going through. Nice! Oh, oh no, Theirs, they're going the, through. Their, their story tale will... The will... thing is that, like... I really do feel sorry for Benfica, because and João Felix especially. Yeah, but it, yeah, but if...
1: João ja, ja, ja Felix is has is already going to be a Man City next year. What so talent he... João ja Felix is? Yeah, but yeah, but the the, the two because the thing is João ja Felix is um is um managed by Jorge Mendes. Now with Jorge Mendes, he either brings all his talents to Wolves because technically. He is a advisor for Wolves, although technically an agent being an advisor to a football club is illegal, so he doesn't call himself an advisor. And that's why so many Portuguese players and his talents end up um, on the Wolves squad. And because the manager, Nuno Espirito Santo, is a client of Jorge Mendes and their best friends, So because of how Felix is a Jorge Mendes client... um basically what what they're saying is that how, how Felix may be on loan next year from Benfica to Wolves or that there is a 120 million pound transfer to Man City but i personally believe that basically um, man city's just going to buy out every youngster
0: apart from Jadon Sancho because they for some reason uh sold him
1: to Borussia yeah. Dortmund but, but what I do believe will happen is, is rather... I think what will happen is I think João Felix next year will have one year at Wolves to prove himself. And if he and if he plays amazingly, he will then go back to Benfica and then Benfica will sell him to Man City. Um, I think that's the way it's going to work out. You had Valencia winning against Villarreal 2-0, uh,
0: meaning they win on aggregate oh, 5-1. Or,
1: or Santi Cazorla.
0: Yeah, well, he's he's getting old, so... What can you do, right? Uh, and finally, the greatest team you'll ever see, Arsenal FC. <laughs> that no. is actually a chant. Or some, if something in uh, within that range, uh, they won one 0 against Napoli today with a h- amazing uh, l- Lacazette free kick. Um, now, the big one, the big, the Champions League. I won't go on to yesterday's because yesterday's was too much to pack in for the first one. But you had uh, Barcelona thrashing United uh, three 0
1: appa- Apparently, um, the, U- the U the U the U the UEFA um, the UEFA board is going to um, investigate the, the not the actual referee, but the VAR referee. You know the one that sits in the VAR. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I know. And b- basically, they're going to investigate him for not giving the actual referee enough angles yeah no cuz like you look at the, they only gave him a front and like a,
0: a not even a zoomed up side angle but then if you look from the get, back
1: it hits his handball. elbow it's a definite handball from the su- from from the side but they only give him these the side from a rewinder. very zoomed out angle though yeah uh, and they if I if if I was in the same position as him, I would call that a goal because if that's the only angle I'm given, and I have to make a decision on that replay on that VAR. Because from that VAR replay, it looks
0: it's... like it hit his knee, or I did also see that it may have hit Laporte's hand. But when you look at the angle from behind, which was given, but not to the VAR ref- by the VAR, VAR referee and
1: the actual referee. Anyway, so so, so the VAR referee is being investigated for not giving it, him enough angles, and he may get fined. Um, next game, you had I, which I love
0: very much: uh, Ajax beating uh, Juventus two one. The the
1: pro, a very young team, very. De, de, de- lit, de van der Vanderbeek, de David Neres, and junk and De are all gonna end up in um, the top five clubs in the world. No, because... Tadic, Tadic as well. Ziek, they're all
0: so good, honestly. Yeah, but the
1: thing is, T- Tadic has already said he's staying. Yeah, no, Tadic Z- is gonna stay, but Zeek as yeah, well. But, he's an amazing player. Yeah, but the, yeah, but the thing is, Ziek doesn't have doesn't have as much p- potential, and and everyone forgets that he's about three years older than than De Jong and um De Ligt. Anyway. Delit De to Barcelona has already been confirmed because Barcelona already confirmed that Frankie that, De Jong De, they've confirmed then, Frankie De Jong. The Frankie De Jong um, and Delit is getting a no Frankie De Jong is getting a 80 million pound move to Barcelona and Delit is getting a 60 million pound move to Real Madrid.
0: Uh, if he and, they, he will get his career ruined just like Courtois, honestly. And David and David Neres is getting a move to Tottenham. I don't. Pff, Tottenham making a signing. Are you alright? Yep. Yeah. that's not um, gonna happen. A forty-five million pound signing for David Neres. I think if anything, he's gonna go to Manchester City.
1: No, no, but the thing. Although they don't really need him because yeah, but, they've got Sterling yeah, but, right now, and City's number one target. If 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 he if Hal Felix doesn't go to Wolves. Which I honestly think Hal Felix will go to Wolves on loan. Just like Di- Di- Diego Jota is on loan at Wolves. Because they don't have enough money to sign Di- Diego Jota. So they keep every year they keep re-signing him on loan. I think they're going to do the same thing with Hal Felix. And because of Jorge Mendes. But if that loan doesn't go through I see Hal Felix going to to Man City. He's their number one target. Now, the big game.
0: Although, before I go on to the biggest game, uh, Porto lost 4-1 to uh, Liverpool, uh, meaning Liverpool go through on a 6-1 aggregate. What do you mean the
1: biggest game?
0: Hey, the biggest game game game? of this week, Man City versus Tottenham. That was a huge. That last game was so bit huge.
1: But but the thing is, we need uh, we need to wrap this up in fifteen minutes, and
0: we won't have time. All right. Um. Quickly mention that Man City won four three. Mention the goals and who scored it, and mention the moments, but don't go in detail. Um. Man City won four three. Uh. It was four four in aggregate, but Tottenham scored more away goals, meaning they go through uh Raheem Sterling with two, although it should have been three, I think. Well no, although Aguero it w- was, no, a- it was
1: offside. It yeah, was it offside. was offside,
0: yeah, I was gonna say. Uh Huming Song. If
1: if if Aguero had been ten seconds late earlier earlier to that ball, then it would have been a normal onside goal. But and anyway, Ericsson must be thanking the stars.
0: Uh Huming Son with two and Lorente with a uh, hand of God who suspect, suspect, suspect uh, Yeah, but,
1: no, but the thing is, it's, it's it's not the referees fault because... It's the VAR referee, yeah, and I And I'm glad the referee's not getting any punishment for it, or he's not getting criticised by it in the media. The person that should be criticised is the person sitting in the VAR room glued to all the replays by not giving enough replays to the referee. All right, you mentioned your UFC. Right, UFC, 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 UFC. So UFC Russia this weekend. Um, I will only go through the main card. The these are basically mostly all Russian prospects. So I really don't um know most of them. So middle you've got um Christoph jo- Joikto versus Alan Metskov. Krzysztof Jodko is your Polish, um, Polish. Apparently, he's he's like a journeyman from promotion to promotion, but he's signed a three-fight deal with the UFC just to cover for a guy at UFC Warsaw and now at UFC Moscow. So he's gonna be fighting um young and upcoming uh, Russian um, Russian prospect Alan Alan um, Admas Ad, Odmevsky uh, who is a former amateur boxer, if I do remember. Anyway, I do I do think that either although Jocteau's got experience and he's Polish, um, pick up the Polish, um, Alan Odmeskov Ed, will make quick work on Krzysztof Zrojko. Although you never know with Krzysztof Zrojko having the experience, then you have um... Roxanne Modafari at Women's Flyweight, which for me, this fight, considering the state of Women's Flyweight, um, may be a big fight in the top five contenders. You've got Roxanne Modafari facing Antonia Shevchenko, which I find it funny that Valentina Shevchenko, Antonia Shevchenko's sister, is the champion at Flyweight, and that if antonia shevchenko wins this fight she might be fighting her sister for the flyweight title i find that really funny that's weird anyway um shevchenko again is polish no sh- no she's romanian polish so, romanian ussr that the shevchenko bloodline it, is weird but they're half polish half ussr I think I can, or one of the USSR countries. Roxanne Mod- Modifari is a well. She's been in the game for years. She's twenty. She ha- she's had all. She's had forty fights. Twenty-two wins. 18, No, she's had like under like more than thirty-five fights. It's something impressive to Bahar. No, she has thirty-seven fights in general, and yeah, very impressive. Uh, but I will definitely go Antonia Shevchenko, the 7-0 on um, being prospect just because I want, I want to see the prospect of fighting her own sister for the UFC title. Now, moving on, you've got another um, undefeated um, Russian prospect in Ivan Sh- krotov who is 15-0-1 won no contest um, because of a drug-related issue. Um, basically, from what I know, Devin Clark is the U- the U.S. guy that they give to all the foreign prospects to be up. Although he comes from a kickboxing record, and Ivan Shykh Shai- um comes from an MMA sambo background, like most of these Russian fighters do. So I've got Shykhutov over Devin Clark. I so I have Alan Edm Ed- Edmelsky, rocks um Ivan Shykhutov. Sh- I have um, these fighters. I don't know, so I'm gonna go off a limb and go at heavyweight for, for Sergei Pavlikov, probably another prospect. Then in the co-main event, the fight that I am most interested in because I do want to see this guy. Um, with how there is so much hype around him, um, in the A.K. in the A.K.A. family, A.K.A. is the team that trains Daniel Cormier. The trains, the half trains, um, Khabib because Khabib one train, one half of his training camp trains in Russia, and one half of his training camp trains in the U.S. But his best friend called Islam Makhachev, sixteen and one, looks amazing. Looks like a small, a taller, thin, thinner version of Khabib. Same again with Antonio Shevchenko, fights in the same division. So the thing is, Islam Makachev is not even a top 15 contender. He's he's a brand new contender to this and I cannot wait to see him dominate because I do believe that if Khabib the rims Archer of Khabib some some time after the Poirier fight moving up in weight then I can definitely see Islam Makachev picking up where his best friend left off uh, and therefore dominating the division. Now, the main event, you've got um, everyone's favourite Russian um, double chin called Alexei Olenek who is probably has the best submission game at heavyweight facing Alistair Overeem both these fighters have 130 fights uh, combined between them Alistair Overeem has, a, has 44 wins 17 losses and then uh, 1 no contest Alexei Olenek has 57 wins 11, draw, 11 losses and 2 draws. So basically 100, basically 162 fights between them, which is crazy. They're both in their late 30s. They both should have retired ages ago. But Alistair Overeem is making a very soft-core comeback um, to his loss to Ngarno about two years ago. And he's picking up wins. And I think this is just to prove... How Overeem still had the tank for one last run out of the title, I guess. Alexio Linick is just a great utility guy to have to to have in the top ten. Probably probably won't even be top five in his career. And he he's 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 forty one years old and he he's probably one of the greatest submission artists in um in the UFC. Anyway, what well, I will officially go with the prediction of uh Alistair overim. Because Alistair Overeem is on a um rise, potentially one last run at um the title situation. Because if Overeem wins today, in my mind you have Junior DeSant you have the already booked Ngani versus Junior DeSantis as that number one contender fight heavyweight. But then, then you could also have that, that Derek Lewis, um and Derek Lewis will fight whoever the winner of this fight is just for rankings. And then, yeah, that's it. So my predictions are... Edmensky, uh, Ad- Shevchenko, Krytov, um, Makachev, and then Overeem. So those are my predictions for UFC finite Night Moscow.
0: And that is also the end of episode 11. Thank you very much for any, everybody that was listening. Uh, we will be back and, for episode and 12. And stay
1: crippled, guys. Stay crippled with us. Why? Don't know. We don't need any more. Me- well, we love being unique and we love getting disability benefits. Uh,
0: make sure you check out as well. 150 Real and NFL Mayhem coming out soon.
1: Nice. Anyway, Bye. we will see you
0: on episode 12. If we get that far. We will.